0: Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt.
1: Yes. And some of you guys have probably heard in the news recently, like, Shelby and I did not get this podcast through entirely <laughs> legal means. Our parents paid a lot of money for us to have this. And, you know, it's a yeah. little embarrassing, but...
0: I don't even know if my parents listen to this. So, <laughs> fake support, really, honestly. Oh,
1: <laughs> wow, well, I mean, my parents uh, paid a lot of money to iTunes to let me put this on here. <laughs> yeah, and we had to do a lot of photoshopping. Million you know.
0: dollars, yeah,
1: yeah. Watch
0: out! All these other podcasts are going to sue us for a buttload of money for us stealing their spot. So, oh my
1: gosh, no, <laughs> we <know>
0: the drama.
1: <laughs> uh, but we do have a review this week so oh, i good. will go ahead and read that which thanks to our fans for just reviewing us week after week after I week know. it's great makes so keep it coming <laughs> kb dear said fun i love listening to this podcast and it makes me laugh and i always learn something thank you shelby and matt for sharing a little pop culture in such an entertaining way
0: five oh, stars so cute
1: we are really the educators of tomorrow, so I'm glad that we've established that.
0: I don't want to, like, I think that might be my mom.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: I think she might have figured out how to leave an iTunes review for me, finally.
1: Does KB Deer sound like, like, what's your mom's name?
0: My mom is Kathy Boyer, so I oh. I told her over and over again, so if that's you, mom, like, here's a shout out for you. Thanks so much. <laughs>
1: This is kind of embarrassing, though, that we're talking about our parents. <laughs> I
0: know. But that just shows you know. that anyone can leave a review. And honestly, yes. it might not be her because I would have expected a lot more like praise for me coming from her <laughs> mom. So, <laughs> no, honestly, she, no, no, she not. was like, ah. Uh,
1: Shelby's pretty average. <laughs> like if she's making me do this. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so
0: it probably is. Probably is her. But I mainly listen for Matt, but
1: I guess my daughter is also on the <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. What can we ask for, really? Any listen counts. And honestly, any review is welcome. So please find us on iTunes or just interact with us on our social media accounts. We're at PSYRong on Twitter, Instagram, and facebook
1: yeah and you can send us an email if oh, you yeah. want
0: yeah huh? yes PS, you're wrong please. at
1: gmail.com <laughs> for your so, lengthier happening. feedback
0: yes we welcome it all but this is a big week and like yes. we explained last episode i mean last week we've split our show into the pop culture element on tuesdays which you're listening to now and then yes. a more in-depth movie slash whatever we're focusing on that week review on thursdays and i have to say this week i'm really grateful For the Divide, because I feel like there's so much to talk about on the pop culture side.
1: Yes, so much to talk about.
0: So much.
1: (laughs) Shall we just talk about the top story at this hour, which is the Varsity Blues scandal? Yes,
0: yes. I have been waiting to discuss this with you. So for those of you
1: unaware of this going on, which (laughs) I don't know how you could be at this point, because the story is everywhere... Yeah. It has recently come to light that a number of wealthy people in California including Felicity Huffman who's an actress <laughs> from Desperate Housewives and Lori Loughlin which who's Aunt Becky from Fuller House
0: have paid <laughs>
1: cool. this Full, a full house. Fuller House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full, which one's the original? <laughs> full full house.
0: house. That's the one
1: we talk about. Yeah. Yes. And Fuller House <laughs> is the bad Netflix spin off. Yeah. I was never a Full House fan, so for oh, me I it see. like Hence the they respect. get mixed up. yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyways, all of these rich parents realized that, oh, shoot, we have dumb kids who aren't going to get into good colleges. (laughs) And so hired this man to basically construct these applications for these kids to get them into these fancy schools. So not Mm -hmm. only were they lying on their applications, but also he would... Have like a proctor take their SAT test for them (laughs) so that they would have better scores than they would if they had taken them by themselves. And then they would also Photoshop pictures of them doing athletic feats so that (laughs) they could get recruited by the college's athletic coach who they were paying off to take these students in as, you know, athletes for the team, but then they were actually never competing. Which is crazy.
0: Yes, I love it. Honestly, when this story broke, it was just like, it was ripped like from a Lifetime original movie, I swear. Like, it just felt so crazy. Yes, it's a Hallmark original, but it's just like, it's crazy, first of all, that there's so many people involved, like non-celebrity people. Like, I think 50 people were arrested in um, relation to this admission scam and yeah it was just like crazy reading through the documents and seeing what some of these people did but i have to say the craziest is Lori laughlin like this wasn't even to an ivy league school this was to usc you know
1: <laughs> and she spent five hundred thousand dollars
0: <laughs> yeah, which is daughter. ludicrous
1: yes, yes on, on her daughter daughter who is already a YouTube star and owns her own (laughs) makeup brand. The daughter posted a video on social media like months ago before any of this came out, sort of saying like, "Uh, I don't want to go to college. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I have this business and I'm a YouTuber, (laughs) but my mom is making me go. Yeah, yeah, It's not even like she was, you know, somebody who... Was like trying and wanted to go, but like couldn't because she had a learning disability or something. Like no, it was somebody who didn't even want to be there, and her parents (laughs) paid five hundred thousand dollars to force her to go.
0: Yes, and then she never even like went to class. And it was USC. It wasn't like like most of these most of these colleges involved are like Stanford, Yale, Georgetown, like the Ivy League. And this is just some middle-of-the-road school and then she would just post videos admitting she wasn't going to class she was just there to party and like she already had like her life set up for her so it's like bonkers that I mean I get that parents want their kids to go to college and like Lori Laughlin and her husband didn't go to school so I think there was that like oh we just want you to have something to fall back on type thing and like have that experience But it's just crazy that they went to such lengths for such a (laughs) mediocre education. And now it's just blowing up in their daughter's face, even though none of the kids were implicated in this. Like it was all presumed that the parents did this without the children's knowledge, which uh, I don't know. Some of the cases it seems unlikely, but it's sort of sad to see Lori's daughter, Olivia Jade, Who, like you said, is famous on YouTube, famous Instagrammer, huge influencer. She's getting dropped by all these companies now because of her involvement in this scandal. So now her mom has like shot her actual career like in the back and now she's like, I mean, she'll be fine, but <laughs>
1: it's well, it, it really makes no sense When you think, okay, the family is super Wealthy to begin with, yes. so they have Money that like, they can just like live on forever Without any of them having to work And then on top of <laughs> yeah. that, the daughter is Already successful and has Like a makeup brand that's carried in Sephora So she already yeah. has a career And is making her own money on the Side, and and not like, oh She makes $30,000 a year Like, right. I'm sure that she's making a ton off Of this makeup, Yeah, and you know, her other their endorsements and then now they don't have any of that because they got dropped from the sephora the mom got dropped from the hallmark channel <laughs> she's got dropped from fuller house she's not gonna be in anything i mean yeah she'll still get I residuals know. on all of her old stuff and the family will be fine but it's like for so desperately wanting this college degree which really mattered yeah. not at all to go yeah. to having nothing
0: it's i know it's so they have to be they just have to regret it so much and i i like i read like felicity huffman she just spent fifteen thousand dollars to get um her proctor to cheat on the sat or the act and what was crazy was the like dialogue from that interview i think is like her saying oh my daughter's trying so hard but she won't shut up about it so i just want her to get the score she's like fighting for so that i don't have to hear about this anymore and i was like that is so sad like bad parenting like your daughter actually wants to do well and you're like annoyed about it and you're just gonna pay someone off so that she can breeze through it's just like well kids (laughs) i think
1: that makes more sense than than the other example (laughs) the thing that was surprising for me is that all of these schools basically if you're these coaches can bring on whoever they want without having (laughs) to like go through any admissions process or prove that these people are athletes. They just get to pick people and how like you can get recruited because both Olivia Jade and her sister were recruited to be on the (laughs) rowing team of USC and then never went to practice once. It's like no one is checking up on the fact that you're recruited as an athlete and then you never play at all. It, It just, it made me question, like, what is USC doing? Like, what are their policies?
0: <laughs> no, it's really, like, the real talk of this story is just, like, how bonkers the admissions process is for all these schools. Yeah. And, like, even if you're not cheating, there's, like, all sorts of ways you can buy your way in or manipulate your relationships or whatever else. Like, it's not it's not a fair game. But what's crazy that's come out of this is the people who are now suing these <laughs> Suing these people for insane amounts of money. It's like one person, one mom was filed a lawsuit for her son saying that she he was unfairly rejected and that she is asking for five hundred billion (laughs) dollars. That's billion, as in half a trillion. And she's she's suing for her one precious child who probably was at the top of the list until Olivia Jade swooped in and, like, stole the spot, you know? And it's just like, what kind of bonkers mentality do you have to have to feel that, like, privilege to think well, you, you're owed that? <laughs> it's like
1: ambulance chasers, you know? Yeah. They're clearly <laughs> just tr- seeing yeah. what they can get out of it. But, I yeah. mean, I guess... There is a scenario in which case, okay, your child gets rejected by Yale when they <laughs> should have gotten in. Like, somebody spot she took. And yeah. then that person theoretically, like, could have gone on to invented Facebook. But because they didn't go to <laughs> Yale, they didn't get in. You know <laughs> what I mean? Go like, go if, like yeah. if Mark Yucker, Yuckerberg, <laughs> Z- Zuckerberg y- didn't y- go y- to... Yeah, am getting Yale's like whatever. <laughs> didn't go there, then maybe he wouldn't have created Facebook or it wouldn't have been a, com- a big company. So I can like yeah. kind of see like where they're getting right. these crazy numbers from, but it does make no sense whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Well, and then two current Stanford students. So they're in school, but they're suing the other schools for their for their like unfair admissions policy, saying that they want their admissions money back for like the applications, like the eighty dollars or whatever. Oh well, that cost. makes sense. <laughs> And so they're now suing for for these rights to like because they could have gone to Yale, but instead wound up at Stanford. So
1: what I would sue for is if I went to one of those schools, I would sue them and be like, this is degrading the degree i have yeah like (laughs) i went to yale and now my degree isn't worth as much
0: yeah they're like how dare you cheapen my experience like now people will wonder if i got in based on my merit or because my mom cheated for me so makes sense
1: makes sense
0: so really, it's the story that keeps on giving, but...
1: Oh, yeah. And, and and just today I was on Vulture, and I think three of their top five headlines were various <laughs> Lori Laughlin stories. It was like... Yes. Just the general story, then her getting dropped from Hallmark, then her getting yeah. dropped from Fuller House, like... It's so sad. Ugh.
0: But also, you did this to yourself.
1: But I also can't understand really like why they would drop these people from things. Like yes it's a crime,
0: but <laughs> it's we're not so quick like to cancel people. It's just like it is weird. Like I don't know why they But I mean
1: if you think of the number of people who have like DUIs who are still right doing things and for me that is a much worse offense this didn't hurt anybody other than the couple people who didn't get into these colleges (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) where as if you drive under the influence like that's potentially life-threatening to to multiple people so I'm like like sure I I don't understand why you would pull Lori Laughlin off a tv show or get rid of Olivia Jade's (laughs) uh makeup line it's not like they murdered somebody or you know or like (laughs) saying racist slurs or
0: exactly and it's like oh we can't be associated with scandal but like olivia jade has more followers now so in a way she's more valuable to brands because she does have a bigger audience whether that's from good or bad news so it is weird that this there's like this hype to cancel but i mean in a perfect twist of fate james gunn was just um brought back on to do guardians of the galaxy 3 after being quickly axed because of old tweets that were resurfaced by an alt-right group so it's sort of like will she remain like i i don't know it's like anyone's game of how long these people stay
1: maybe dave batista will uh get on board with a bring back (laughs) olivia jade campaign
0: I ain't doing this without her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we had covered the James Gunn story, I think in an earlier episode when he was pulled off the project because yeah, he had tweeted some things back in the day that he'd already apologized for, but Disney was like, no, we can't have you on this. Got rid of him. (laughs) And then basically the entire cast and crew and the public in general was like, he apologized for these things. Is it now a rule that you can't have said anything bad in your past and have apologized (laughs) for it? Or you get pulled off projects. So there was yeah. lots of protests, and and for a while, Disney was like, no, we're not bringing him back, we're not bringing him back. Well, it was just announced that he was brought back, but only after he had signed up to do a DC movie <laughs> and Suicide yes. Squad 2. So I was a little bit like, was Marvel, like, was Marvel's hand kind of pressed in the fact that... They weren't going to bring him back, but then once they saw that he was going to DC and they knew what a big success he had been (laughs) for Marvel, they were like, shoot, we need to bring him back and try to like slow down these DC movies that he might be making instead.
0: Well, I think part of it, I mean, I I would say the larger part of it is that, I mean, Dave Bautista, but also the whole cast of Guardians was like, please bring him back. Like, and there was it was put on, it was put on the back burner. Like there was no process on the script. They couldn't find a new director everyone could agree on. So it was just like dead in the water. So I think there was more of a rush to like make it happen. And so he's been signed on for three and then an untitled fourth. So, I mean, I think it's, It's great for James Gunn that he's now bridged both of those franchises. I would imagine Marvel feels pretty confident that they could have gotten him back whenever they wanted him.
1: I mean, I think that they could have too, but... I think my question is: Would they have gotten him back if they if he <laughs> hadn't gone to DC? You know how it, yeah. it's that thing where like you sort of don't know if you like your girlfriend or not, and then you see her, <laughs> you know, talking to somebody else, and you're like, okay, yeah, oh, no, right. no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. no, I do, yeah, I like, do now, no, 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 no,
0: no, I love you, I yeah. love you, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, I can see that playing a part, but I'm glad he's back. I think that's a that's a good. I heard it had been in the works for a while, though. And so it was just like they just needed to wait for anyone who would be mad to just like lose interest. And then they're like, "Okay, (laughs) you're back. So I wonder how real of a break it was.
1: It really does, though, show you, like, the echo chamber that is social media and the mm-hmm. news, and these stories seem crazy when they're happening. And then when this was announced, I was like, oh, I forgot that that had even happened. Yeah. I mean, I knew, <laughs> but it was like, when was that? Like, well, a couple months ago, a year ago? I yeah. have no idea. And I think that it's the same with this. Like if in six months Felicity Huffman is in a movie, like am I going to care? No, I'm going to have completely forgotten. So, but there's such like a public outcry at the moment. That's like fire her from everything. Take her down. Like (laughs) delete all the episodes of desperate housewives, burn the
0: DVD set. Yeah. And it's a weird culture, but I'm sure sure we haven't seen the last of them. Oh no. Becky will rise again.
1: Back on that. Uh, hallmark channel fame.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so a story that I'm sure was at the top of your list to talk about. Uh, have you heard that they are bringing back Shot of Love only instead of with <laughs> Tila Tequila, it's with Vinny and Polly D from Jersey Shore Whoa. and it's called Double Shot of Love?
0: No, I I that had not even crossed my radar. I have I you said words and I don't know most of them. So
1: <laughs> I saw that this was announced this week and i am very excited because it's basically like the i mean you should be into this it's basically like the bachelor except for with jersey shore contestants
0: right yeah i mean yeah i'm happy for them i hope it works out what are the stats on that working out really what are the stats on the bachelor bachelor. working out I think it's a little higher like real couples coming out and it's true love it's like the right reasons you know all that jazz it's you
1: know real relationships. it, it is legitimately a real thing that there are more couples together <laughs> from Big Brother than there are from the Bachelor <laughs> well,
0: That is yeah, a fact but, but Double Shot of Love you know does that does that stand a chance Well to I don't know it's the first season of Double Shot of Love
1: so maybe <laughs> yeah it didn't work out for tila but you know yeah
0: it's like they want to keep doing the show so they're not gonna find love you know what i mean it's it's sort of like in their best interest to not
1: well it depends you know (laughs) uh, on on them Uh, vinny i love vinny is great if he if vinny finds love you know kudos for him (laughs) paul ed is a little bit more of a wild card but so you're gonna watch uh probably
0: That's do you want crazy. to do
1: an episode on it? Should we put that on no, the schedule no, no, now? No,
0: no, no, no. I I think we have too much going. on. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much. But um another good news of what's coming, what's happening, what's hot. Britney Spears is having a musical, a jukebox musical. So the music will be yes. from her, from her um archives, but it won't be about her life and they just released the plot details. <laughs> and this sounds like insane and it'll either be really good or just totally awful but basically it's called once upon a one more time which is the clunkiest title but it involves several fairy tale princesses who have a book club and their fairy godmother introduces them to the feminine mystique and it it causes their lives to just implode and so (laughs) It stars Cinderella, obviously, and features a gnome, I think, and Prince Charming, and an eighth dwarf, and the stepmom is the main antagonist, and there's just a lot going on and a lot of discussions on feminism and second- and third-wave feminism and how stories are passed down, just... If you had said, if you had been like, Oh, there's this, there's a Britney Spears musical coming out. What do you think the plot is? Would this have ever (laughs) entered your mind as a possibility? Well, the thing
1: that I am trying to figure out is like I'm running through the songs in my mind and trying to figure out like which yeah. ones was this plot necessary for because that's what <laughs> that's the thing with these jukebox musicals right. is that there's lots have of songs that can connect. fit into any situation, but then you kind of have to shoehorn the famous weird ones into <laughs> yeah. into a setting. No, but it's I'm surprised crazy. that like I mean I'm trying to like Oops, I did well, it again. Stronger, Cinderella, me baby.
0: Cinderella is a song from one of her early albums that didn't get enough love so now it'll be front and center probably
1: okay it's not a song I've ever heard of uh, <laughs> yeah. like Toxic, Lucky yeah. Circus oh, yeah. Womanizer like none yeah. of like, all of these feel like they could have been anywhere I'm really surprised <laughs> yeah. that it wasn't just like a pop star musical about a girl right. named Lucky like that seems like the most obvious choice
0: yeah well maybe the eighth dwarf will sing about about how everyone thinks she's lucky. Maybe that's the name of the eighth dwarf is is lucky. So, you know, oh it'll be gosh. interesting to see how these dots connect because, yeah, it just seems like... I mean, looking at Britney Spears' whole discography, it's sort of hard to find a logical plot you know so it makes sense that it has to be sort of batshit crazy but they really went all out and so i mean you have to check it out right
1: oh for sure when it gets here (laughs) i will definitely go see it but i don't understand for me her songs seem fairly like generic like they could be about anything so i don't understand why they went with such a strange plot it's like (laughs) mama mia is a very weird plot line but that's because all of these Abba songs right. are about strange things. They're about like sending yeah. letters to each other. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> how are we going to fit that in there? Where, yeah. like, Oops, I Did It Again could be about anything. <laughs> Toxic could be about anything. Stronger so than yesterday could be about way anything.
0: Feminism, you know, I don't like- know.
1: I don't even know what that means.
0: <laughs> it's we're in it. It's just how feminism looks today compared to. Oh, okay. There's a, you should have taken a feminist class in your college. Go back, have your mom fake a college application, get into Stanford, take a couple of feminist, intro to feminism courses, Mm -hmm. and you'll you'll understand the Britney Spears musical.
1: Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) That's a good plan. That's a good plan. Um, So I'm just... I'm just waiting for you to bring up the story that I know you're going to bring up that I don't want to have to talk about, but I know it's on your list and you're just lording it over me until it comes out. So let's just like get it over with now.
0: Yeah, what is it? I'm curious.
1: You don't know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well okay is it the jk rowling thing yes yes okay there's not a connie story like,
1: this week so it's I gotta know, be that I one know.
0: i wasn't gonna bring this up honestly because i know it's basically the same as we've discussed previously but everyone else is like talking about it a lot so and I was sort of like unfazed by it because it was just another crazy J.K. Rowling story. They're all just the same at this point. But basically, she was interviewed and was discussing the Grindelwald and Dumbledore story and was like, oh, their relationship was incredibly intense. Like it was passionate. And and some of it was sexual, of course, but otherwise it was just, you know, it's just an interesting relationship. And I just think the emotions are and it was just like basically she does what she always does which is where she says oh see I have diversity I have sexuality represented I'm so cool I'm so woke but I don't actually have to talk about it because it doesn't have to be in my books or in my movies because I mention it and you just have to be elevated enough to not need the explicit so people got kind of mad and kind of like frustrated they got on my level I guess and realized like how frustrating it is that she's constantly trying to you know, pander to the masses of people who might not want to read a gay love story, but also make the gays feel represented and, like, understood because she gave a side interview about some different thing and mentioned that Dumbledore had sex like it's just weird
1: so here is my take <laughs> on this well yeah. one I think that it, this has finally gotten to the point where it's like meme worthy like now people who yeah. don't even know anything about J.K. Rowling are posting memes <laughs> about like I woke up this morning and saw that J.K. Rowling said blah blah blah, blah and there are like these uh, insane things
0: yeah but amazing
1: I sort of can feel for JK, Like J.K. Rowling is a very liberal person. If you follow her on Twitter, yeah. she's very liberal. She's right. always posting all kinds of things. But I think that she wrote the original books in a time period where that didn't necessarily play as well. And also she, I don't think... Uh, you know like was as strong in her beliefs she was like working on herself as a person and so i think she just wrote them sort of without thinking too much about politics other than the like oppressed like lower class versus upper class status that's in there a lot and so now she wants to like be woke but she has these older (laughs) stories so she's going back and like Pretending that there's more things in there than there is. Oh yeah,
0: there were Jews at Hogwarts. Of course there were. It's like why say anything? Like it's not a real place. Just let your stories exist.
1: It's like she just wants. She like wants. (laughs) She wants to get like that politic in there because that's something she feels so strongly about. But then what I don't understand is. I can see her talking about the books in that way. Right. But what I don't understand is her with these movies that are continuing yes. on. Why that, why that representation that she so desperately wants isn't in there. Other exactly. than the fact that I think that probably like Warner Brothers or whoever's in charge of the movies is like, look, these play to a very like mass audience. <laughs> we need this to be like lowest common denominator so everyone can go see them. But as we saw with the last movie, that didn't necessarily end <laughs> up uh, selling a lot of tickets. So yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's what's most frustrating is like, okay, like, sure, try harder Then make dumb, you're writing Dumbledore's like backstory, basically, you get to show his gay lifestyle that you claimed after publishing books where it was never made explicit. And yet she doesn't do anything, even though it's with the person we all know was his like lover. So she has three more movies, I guess, to maybe show something more than just a starry-eyed like flashback but i kind of i'm not holding my breath so jk uh
1: okay so that's all of the stories i have do you want to get into love it or hate it
0: (laughs) okay but i do have to i do have to make mention of one more story
1: oh okay
0: um Uh, Shane Dawson who we've mentioned on here before
1: (laughs) Oh yes 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 the apology thread
0: Yeah this is just crazy I guess in 2013 or something He had some small town podcast So (laughs) we're familiar With how that feels (laughs) But Mm -hmm. he filled his with crazy stories And one of the stories I guess Was this just totally bonkers Really uncomfortable story where he He said that he had dry humped His cat and then and then um, came all over its chest, which is very weird. And it got dug up this week and everyone was passing around and cancel Shane Dawson. Dawson was like trending on Twitter. And so he had to go on this like long apology rant on Twitter where he was like, I didn't F my cat. I didn't put my dick anywhere near my cat. I've never done anything weird with my cats, which is just the craziest tweet to wake up to, which is what happened to me and it sent me down this rabbit hole of like what is he talking about what is he referencing why does everyone hate him and I have to admit coming out of it he might not have effed his cat but he is a pretty problematic weirdo so I just I wanted to let anyone who had heard part of that story that like I unpacked it and really there's nothing worth really going in depth in except just avoid Shane Dawson
1: I mean, Shane Dawson is like a shock factor Yeah, yeah, he's comedian. a shock
0: jock. Yeah, and, he's a weirdo.
1: And like it is with all of these people, that played <laughs> a lot better in 2008 than it does in 2019. Yeah. So with yeah. all of these people, it's now, okay, we're, we're gonna go back and find these things. If I had ever, <laughs> at any point in my career, been one of those types of people, I would be going back now and deleting everything. Just delete like, everything. Yes, yeah. just like get rid of all of it. Because it's no not cares. anything that you necessarily believe now, or maybe mm-hmm. even believed then, but it was just things <laughs> that you were saying to be funny that now aren't funny and it's like just get rid of it like don't leave that stuff lying around
0: yeah everyone should do a purge of their social media just look back at your 2009 Facebook posts and see what you were saying and what you were liking and that's anything why else. I
1: have time hop. It like keeps me yeah. regulated every like, year. Oh. You know, everything comes up, and you're like, okay, I don't think I have anything racist <laughs> yeah. in there, or I yeah. definitely did not post about humping a cat at any point. But you know, just to make sure,
0: <laughs> just yeah, got to cycle never know, through there. You forgot, yeah, exactly. Yes. but anyways, lots of good news this week, lots of crazy stories. But did you have a a love it or hate it?
1: Yes, I did. So. I have never watched RuPaul's Drag Race before this season. Um, Have you ever watched the show?
0: I have not.
1: It's shocking that I have not watched it because it's a reality (laughs) show. And I've watched... and, And I love reality competition shows and have watched most of the ones that are available at some point or another. Like, I don't watch... I haven't watched all of the seasons of all of them. But, you know, like, I've seen a season of Project Runway. I've seen a season (laughs) of Top Chef. You know, like, I've watched them in some way, shape, or form. But I saw part of the finale of last season with my cousin who was watching it. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this looks like a very entertaining show to watch. So I started watching this season when it came out. And it is fascinating and so Funny. And the main my main takeaway from it is that you have to be more talented to be on this show than like any other show in the history of television. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to sew and design and act and sing and dance and be funny and do makeup. It's like a combination of every other reality TV show. And And the people who are on it are all hysterical They're And they're always like sniping at each other. It's just so funny to watch it. it, And there's lip sync battles. Like what more could you want? I don't know.
0: I know. I keep seeing like gifts and um, stories from it. So it's been on my list. I'm just not sure how to watch it. It's on VH1 for free. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like on their website. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you discovered it.
1: It's a, it is weird though. There's an element of it that I sort of don't like where they have the actual show and then they have this thing called Untucked afterwards, which is like, uh, they get all the cast together and then they like talk about the episode, sort of like that after wa- <laughs> like The Walking the, Dead or yeah. whatever those things are. Yeah. And like, do we need this? Like, what, like, <laughs> If this is if it's good material, just put it in the episode. I don't want to watch the episode right. and then watch people talk about the episode. Like, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah,
0: well, I think you can skip it. <laughs> oh, I
1: mean, I do, but it's weird <laughs> yeah. that it's there because it's included yeah. in the same thing. So I think like, oh, there's forty right, more minutes right, left right. of this, and then oh no, it's just a lot of this random stuff.
0: Right. Well, I think a lot of shows do that now, just like because uh, it lets, especially when it's like character based, like it's all these people who like have personas and like interact mm-hmm. and engage and there's drama in how they interact so it's sort of like more character more like gifts and i feel like that's where most of the gifts i've seen come from
1: <laughs> i guess that's true i don't know i don't watch that part because it's like they'll be like oh how what uh, like how did you feel when you were on and
0: see, during this yeah.
1: challenge and it's like well, then they tell you how they felt while we were watching that section of the channel. Like they have confessionals. I don't need to yeah. watch them again. Say exactly what they said earlier, just in a different way.
0: Well, obviously, someone doesn't watch the commentary on DVDs, do they? Well, that's different because it's like how it's
1: made or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like it's not like you interview Luke Skywalker and are like Luke. Like, how did it feel to be driving the Millennium Falcon? Oh, you know, yeah. it was good, but you know. <laughs> With the DVD commentary, it's like, okay, we made this out of claymation, and then it was green screen, you know, whatever. It's like interesting things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll have to watch an episode, watch the about the episode and um see if i agree with you or not
1: i'd watch an episode of the making of a reality show you know if they were like
0: ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay like this is I the sound stage yes. this is where we keep
1: the people in between things like i would this watch how that How we
0: manipulate people yep. and how we produce them oh yeah i i'm mm-hmm. waiting for that show i need it mm-hmm. but i have a reality show too um,
1: oh is it Survivor i still? love
0: it no 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 but even better, Queer Eye is back for a third season on Netflix. You've never watched this? I don't know why, honestly. It is no, I watched one treasure. episode. It was
1: just—it <laughs> was just a lot of crying.
0: Oh, it's just so good, and these the Fab Five are just so—they're just the most likable dudes. It's like whenever they pop on screen, whenever Jonathan Van Ness or Anthony, well, maybe not Anthony so much, but any of the other gang, Tan, he has my heart, Karamo, he's great. It's like, they just, they just bring such energy and joy. And it's just so fun. And it just like heals my spirit. So we've been binging this season. There's eight episodes and we've gotten through four and it's just all of it's So good. But like, honestly, this this season I think is better than the second season, which I think the second season was filmed at the same time as the first season. And honestly, I think they just weren't sure if they'd get renewed or if they'd get attention. So they just didn't post them all. And so when it was a big deal, they posted the second season and it felt sort of like the less better ones. You know, they just like picked the uh, yeah. best eight for the first season. So it wasn't like that great. So I was worried about it, but this third season they moved to a different, part of the south which i think are they always in the south yeah so they always so in the first two seasons they were in like alabama and then they go to a rural town or like a less a more conservative town i guess to like try and you know effuse some color and diversity in life and you know diversity there so this time they've been helping all sorts of people and it's just so nice and so fun and like honestly the first episode of season three has this hilarious moment in the first (laughs) two moments between Anthony and Jonathan Mendez, and I just love their energy I think they're so entertaining to watch and I really feel like you should give them more of a chance because yes it's like weepy and honestly touchy and feel good and like all that wonderful stuff. But they're also just like really funny and fun and charismatic people.
1: That is exciting. Uh, <laughs> You'll never watch it. If I'm going to watch a reality show, I want I want there to be some cutthroat decisions. I want there to be rivals. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, need everybody hugging very, and crying with their you know
0: yeah. the local
1: butcher who they got a new <laughs> wardrobe for.
0: Oh, but it's so feel good. It's like a balm in these trying times, you know.
1: <laughs> Pass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well. I'll keep an eye out for less positive shows to recommend to you. <laughs> I have lots
1: of less positive shows. They're the ones I watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. I think that is all for this episode. We will be back on Thursday to discuss two equally, yes. or maybe not equally, but both horrific films <laughs> in Five Feet Apart hey, and Captive hey, State. no
0: spoilers. Yeah, it's a his choice, her choice. I guess we'll see how you feel. <laughs> which Spoiler
1: choice alert. was my choice I, um, five feet
0: apart you're the one who yeah that was 100% your choice
1: <laughs> well we will get into it all but really I wouldn't suggest going to see either of those movies so you can just listen to <laughs> the no, podcast
0: to, okay yeah 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 or go they, see them and then you'll enjoy them more so anyway there will be an there will be an yeah. episode yeah <laughs>
1: so that'll be on Thursday so we will see you then but uh, otherwise I think that is it so bye guys